Thank you for joining me on the Surviving Depression Podcast. I am your host, Carl Binger. And what I have for you today are six recorded segments that are part of a larger segment of a workshop I conducted at New City Fellowship Beachwood in Rochester, New York. Uh, Pastor Chris and Associate Pastor Alex uh, welcomed me and this topic with open arms. And I truly hope God will bless you um, as I cover the following uh, in these six segments. Uh, So for the first segment, it's an intro and awful advice. The second segment is goals and coping skills. Third, God heals us differently and Jesus in his care. The fourth session, carrying each other's burdens and being vulnerable and diet. Fifth session, diet, spiritual life and feelings are not facts. And the sixth segment or session is God moves in many ways. Jesus counseled and treatment options. So I want to just kind of read through um, the workshop's purpose. And uh, I I kind of had some of the scriptures and lessons that I was going to kind of read through as well. But I'm like, nah, I really want this to be like experiential and uh, and whatnot. So I can't remember how much I exactly put in the workbooks in terms of like an introduction to the workshop, but I'll just read it here for you guys and for the people listening. So the purpose of this workshop or workbook is to help guide a person who is struggling with depression to get a start on treatment. In addition, the purpose is to help assist a caregiver with education on the process of what therapy can be like for the individual struggling with depression. Uh, and how to come alongside them and love them. Uh, This workbook or workshop is not a cure for depression and is not meant to replace therapy or any form of professional help. If you're struggling with severe depression, you can certainly use this book as a guide, but I would encourage you to seek as much additional help and support as possible. If you ever feel unsafe toward yourself or anyone else, please call 911 and or a loved one. All right. And so why did I create this workshop and what's the, you know, what's what's the purpose of it? Uh, So since going through depression over a decade ago uh, and being uh, and currently still being on two medications for it, I have developed a deep love for those who struggle with depression. And I remember what it was like to suffer in isolation in a church context. So I hope to bring awareness to Christians and education around this. And so what we'll cover. We will cover many things today, but I will mostly focus on biblical and clinical ways to address a depression through lessons, personal stories, individual exercises. I would also love to pause for questions throughout our time. And as I mentioned before, I'll be recording or am recording. And so I, what I hope you guys will learn and take away from this, Christ suffered and he suffered greatly. He suffered greatly for us. He loves us in our suffering. He enables us to love others in their suffering and in our suffering. Uh, It is okay to be weak. It's okay to be weak and to want and need help because when we are weak, through Christ, we are strong. 
right? And uh, the, the, the final thing uh, is I hope that we can learn that depression is across many pages of scripture. How it, how it has missed the large majority of Christians, I have no idea. I think it's mostly because a lot of Christians haven't experienced the darkness of depression. But once you're in the grips of depression, you see it all over scripture, right? You see it all through the Psalms, Job, you see it in the Old, all over the Old Testament, New Testament with Paul, Christ, you know. Um, and so I want to start off with this wonderful exercise of this wasn't planned, but thanks to PJ, <laughs> it's planned now. What has been some awful advice that you've received from Christians around depression. I can probably list 10 right now by myself, but I want to ask you guys, what is something or some things that you've been told in the midst of your darkness or loss from other Christians that was not helpful? Yes, ma'am. Oh, you'll get over it. You'll get over it, right? You will get over it. And please, if you have it, have more, just shout it out. You will get over it. Well, like I was telling you, I was seeing a Christian counselor and I was talking about my worry and my anxiety. Mm -hmm. And she says, oh, here, read this passage and then you'll be fine. Read scripture, right? Yep. Read scripture. It's a lack of faith. Lack of faith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a lack of faith. Uh, you need to pray more, right? Mm -hmm. Pray, uh, worship, pray, sing, mm -hmm. sing more, sing to the Lord. <laughs> so much you don't need meditation. Oh, that's a good one. You don't need meds. You don't need meds. Someone was saying something weird? I was going to say, it's not so much advice like that, but I've definitely perceived the attitude from the other people that, you know, their goal is not, I want to empathize with you, I want you to be better. It's more like, I would be more comfortable if you were conformed more with a normally happy person, you know, yes. I don't know how to write that down, but it's like very clear that, you know, I don't care how you're feeling inside. I care how you make me feel right now. And right yes. now you make me feel uncomfortable. Yes. Very well articulated. That's exactly yes. how it feels, right? Yeah. So you're making me uncomfortable. So in order for me to feel better, I have to offer you these trite solutions to to help me get to a better place, right? Mm -hmm. And then now when I'm in a better place, okay, then you're better. You know? I think that's the extension of it is then to follow up with advice. Well, here's what works for me. Yeah. It's not necessarily a one size fits all. Exactly. And so what I hope, oh, go ahead. Um, I just wanna put this phone number out there real quick um, for Mobile Crisis. Um, it's a ministry that I have used many times and um, it's available to anyone who is struggling with um, mental health issues and they will send someone to your home to actually speak to you in person and talk you through whatever it is that you're going through. 
the, the number for mobile crisis is 585-529-3721. All right. So what I want to do now, so I want to kind of tell you guys the format of, to, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it was number eight. Yes. What's the passage? Is it Timothy? That, like, do not be despised by the youth or do not let others despise the youth? Yeah. Well, Paul, is, his counsel to Timothy, right, is that often happens, right, because you're younger. You even hear it with, uh, with older generations, including myself sometimes. I, I kind of forget if I'm a millennial or not, but it's just like, you all these millennials, you know, and then you'll hear, you'll hear millennials talking about you know, older generations too, right? It's like this, this, uh, this sort of like despising of people older or younger than you, but in this case, it's younger, right? Uh, okay, so what I wanna do, as I mentioned, is I really want this to be less lecture, more experiential. I do want it to be learning, but I want it to be experiential. And just as Christ drew his disciples into his suffering, I really want us to be able to do the same kind of thing through personal stories, through reading scripture, you know, and through doing different exercises. So what I want you guys to do is for this for this exercise, uh, how about, um, what's your name again? I'm so sorry. Jim. Jim. So from Jim to over here, could you guys move maybe right over here, move your chairs over here, and then Lorraine and over here, could you guys move that way? What I want to do is I want to do an exercise uh, together, uh, a group exercise together, okay? Yeah, facing each other. Yeah, so if you guys could just, if, if maybe you three could just move your chair. There you go, yeah. All right, so here we go. So this is what I want to do. Did you guys, by any chance, happen to bring Bibles? Or do you have it on your phones? <laughs> All right, so... It's okay because someone can read or even I can read. But uh, so what I want to do with this exercise is, and you could, you could see it in the first exercise in the packet. This one is called, you know, uh, how, how Jesus suffered, right? How Jesus suffered. And I changed the names of these so many times that I forget what they're called. Like how Jesus suffered, Jesus in the garden, Jesus in the garden of gloom. I, I change them all the time. So how, essentially how Christ struggled, right, in this passage. So I want you guys to, someone in the group to read it, and then I want you guys to just spend some time and come up with some, what you see Christ telling us in terms of how he suffered and how we suffer. And uh, after you guys do that, I'm gonna pass out the, uh, some of the lessons that I created around these uh, topics, and then we'll review it together on the whiteboard, okay? So guys, yeah, thank you for reading that, and um, 
yeah, just spend like maybe five, 10 minutes just kind of talking about it. Like, what, what do you learn from this passage for in terms of suffering and as it relates to Christ? When, when I hear Christ talking in this passage, I hear a lot of depressed individuals in Christian circles saying things like this. Pray. Can you just can you just pray with me? Can you just feel this pain with me? Can can I can you walk with me? Can you carry my burden? Mm-hmm. This is kind of just what I'm hearing as you guys are reading that. But you know, I, I want to give you guys time to just kind of reflect on that a little bit. So how about this? I will I will kind of go through, and as I said before, I wanted this to not be like luxury. So I'm going to kind of go through some of the stuff I wrote without reading every single thing. And I'm going to pass this stuff out to you guys, too, so you can have it later for reference. But uh, so I wrote kind of some of the points I wanted to get to is that uh, Jesus did suffer. Right. That's that's pretty clear in that passage. Right. He said, you know, my soul is troubled to the point of dying. And the beautiful thing is, you guys know, studying scripture and seeking Christ is that sometimes, at least for me, just sometimes, it's not all the time, but sometimes he will drop a gem on you where you're like, whoa. And this was one of those times. So Jesus said, my soul is troubled to the point of dying. And I'm just like, man, that sounds really familiar. Where else did I see that at? Isaiah 53, 12. It says, because he has poured out his soul onto death. Whoa, wait a minute. So you, you've already prophesied that? You've already talked about that? You've already, you saw that coming? Yeah. And so it ties in. My soul is troubled to the point of dying. He literally poured his soul out onto death. Awful. He, that's how awful he was feeling, right? That's how dark it was. And he needed and wanted his disciples to enter into that with him. Thank you for joining this portion of the Walking with the Person with Depression Workshop. I hope you will listen to and gain insight from the other segments as well.